You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Good evening, fellow sexual subjects. You are listening to a broadcast of the Cuntcast podcast, a conversation with a classically characterized cunt, clearly crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation. And I am your host on this wild ride, the Jailery, and with me always, one of my favorite human beings, Mr. Anne Rand Freeman. How do you do on this? <sighs> complicated evening. It's not complicated. Everyone's showing their ass. The people who aren't making it complicated are the people showing their the amount of people showing their asses at the same time is what's making a very simple situation complicated. What I think uh like remember those golden moments that used to be so far and few between on Twitter where somebody would act up and like puff out their chest and they would be immediately smacked down with the, this you. Um, uh, I don't know why, but it seems like the, the biggest fallout of the Oscars is like every celebrity having their, this you moment uh, in the wake of all the grandstanding that's happening. And uh, if I was a better person, I wouldn't enjoy it as much, but I'm me. So this kind of feels like Christmas. I'm not, listen, there's no shame in enjoying looking at um celebrities act like they know the moralizing. It's like, please just be a celebrity and um, just, 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 just eat your sandwich, please. Just <laughs> eat your sandwich. Just shush. Yeah, you, you're yeah. rich. First of all, you're rich. It doesn't matter. And you know it. And second of all, you're rich. No one cares. No one I, cares. I also feel like um, a lot of people are now figuring out who the one to mess with is and is not. Um, and I would say uh, play close attention. Keep a journal. So when uh, robbing season comes back um, and it's all about, um, you know, Black Air Forces, Everybody knows who's going to just like lie down and take it because so many people are like, violence is literally never the answer. Uh, and I realize I'm just not one of those people. I don't think that's a, a lot of. It's a nonsense statement. It's always, it's, yeah. it's an absolute, it's an absolutely nonsense. Un, I think it's an unhinged statement. Um, it, a completely, well, I think it, it's a very American statement uh, because we, uh, Americans are conditioned to uh, value uh, keeping the peace and not rocking the boat above everything. But that, but, um, but we are. We act in violence all the time. We act. Oh yeah, in, but like we, that state-sanctioned violence. So like, and it, but there's all cool. types of things. We're willing to shun people. We have the um, rising housing costs for even for rising housing costs. There are lots of ways that the American public are comfortable with being violent towards each other. We mostly just use capitalism as it's the last acceptable way of publicly endorse of uh, supporting violence. All those people that are like, well, you know, if the poor just did this, that's all, that's all fine. And um, yeah. yeah, but that's acceptable because it's fine to be able to talk about people in such a way where you could explain why they don't deserve to live. As long as, you know, you couch it, you couch it, you put it in the right tortilla, then it's perfectly fine. Yeah. But yeah, we're a violent, we're a violent, violent nation. Except when, uh, except when one person slaps somebody else in the face. I know. And then we're not. An then we're open not. palm smack is apparently just as bad as Putin invading Ukraine. I have seen several white women tweet that, thinking that people are going to go, you know what? That's deep. Yes. 
So true. So powerful that you would write that. Uh, and they are being shocked uh, that they are um, not being met with accolades and people falling all over themselves to be like, yes, Mother Teresa Luther King, you are the second coming. Thank you for telling us that like two people that are worth more than some sovereign nations uh, having a spat at uh, a largely irrelevant uh, industry event. It's pretty much like a school assembly, but you have to wear a $50,000 gown. Like that is the worst thing ever. Like I'm so happy you posted that. Um, yeah. I feel personally, I don't think this uh, brought out the best in me. Cause I just realized that. Uh, uh, I mean, you were on the internet, you were on the internet with the, this use all, all at the ready. And it's fun because you have so much knowledge of I so do. much dirt. Um, and I'm happy that you had your moment. This was like, this was your captain Marvel in end game moment, by the way, where you came tearing in from the, from the atmosphere and destroyed that ship before anyone could even fathom what was going on. Yeah. I, I, I've been uh, angry about like so much in our culture for so long. Um, and I'm just, I've just been sick of, of seeing people go with like the hang ringing and just going, oh, I can't take the violence of like, well, you took a lot of violence before, like when it was socially acceptable to uh, write letters saying that uh, Roman Polanski, a man who raped a child, uh, we should just forgive him because, like, he made the penis and, like, it was a good movie. So we should, like, look over that child rape that he did and was convicted of and had to flee the country. Um, we're going to give a standing ovation to that man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Will Smith, uh, open palm slapping uh, Chris Rock. That was the darkest moment. I kind of feel like, um, like they just wanted to call uh, them the niggers, but like they couldn't. Uh, so white people, what they're doing, what they do instead of calling using the word nigger is they create all types of um, fan fiction. Like yeah, nothing, nothing generates. It was Betty White. She could have, <laughs> she could have died. What if his hands were made of bees? And Chris Rock. What if he had all five? What if, what if he had all five levels of his super bar instead of one? <laughs> he would have one shot Chris what Rock. What if he pulled an X-ray move and Chris Rock did not counter? <laughs> That'd be funny. Hey, Chris Rock getting elbowed in this fucking close-up of his jaw shattering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a bad person, but uh. <laughs> I don't like I've, I've had a lot of people like saying I'm so shocked that you are not talking about this because you've been such an advocate uh, against abuse and and violence and domestic abuse and I'm like this isn't an issue of domestic abuse this is uh somebody wrote a check that his face could not cash like, yeah, he, yeah he was talking he was talking all types of shit I I think what really shocks me is that um uh, people apparently didn't know that when a guy from West Philly says, keep my girl's name out your fucking mouth, like that's an actionable item and he's going to return to that. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he did, he did, uh, he did ask him not to say that. And also Chris Rock has leaned on Jada Pinkett for a bit and he just leans on black women in general. He's always done that. Chris Rock don't fuck with black women. He never has. He doesn't really fuck with black people. He literally let all gaggle of white people like say the edward around him and guffaw at it he is pretty like he, the only reason why he's post like hosted the oscar so many times is because he is like one of the good ones to i think a certain level of uh white people so like they feel like he's safe and he's comfortable mostly because he did that really stupid bit way back when about like i love black people but i hate niggers and like was totally cool with a whole generation of white people saying that back to him mm -hmm. uh, so like 
I mean, I kind of feel like Chris Rock should have got popped in the mouth for that. Um, I also feel like uh, for American culture to be as violent as it is, um, just systemically, I kind of, I guess when because I, I am we're, a, we're, a, 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 I'll go on, please. Uh, because I have to exist as a black woman, I have always known that anything I say can get my shit rocked. <laughs> like that's, that's just the rules. And I know that all rules always apply to me specifically because I'm a black woman, but I kind of feel like um, other people didn't realize that yes, those rules also apply to you. And I feel like people are afraid that if that's the standard, like they they know they can't survive. Mm-hmm. We are. And, a, um, I realize we are a country of bootlickers. Yes. Um, we use violence and the threat of violence and American bombast to mostly just keep up the appearance we shoot unarmed people we bully the poor we take the smallest group of people and encircle them and push them around and then we turn around at the camera and we yell america but when anything actually meaningful happens or has to happen we absolutely positively wring our hands of it chris rock deserved to be slapped even without all the context, like just to turn around and make a hacky joke, a hacky late nineties joke about his about a ball about women being bald. I could have seen Will Smith slapping him in the face. All the context means that Will Smith has absolutely earned the right to do that. And because it is absolutely the right thing to do in that situation. I also think it's very funny that people like, well, he was laughing before and I'm just like, oh my God, you would totally be stabbed so many times because like, did we not know that was the universal signal of, I guess I'm going to jail? Like the the laugh before, you know, it's about to go down. The only, like, the only thing I assume about Will Smith I say, is that he laughs off a lot of things that bother him. That is the only assumption I've ever made observing Will Smith for however many decades we've all known Will Smith. So to laugh off something that is bothering him is not a thing that we've never seen before from him. But when his wife didn't, couldn't, then that was it for him. Because, you know, there's been a lot, you know, they're in the news and there's a lot of nonsense being thrown at them. I imagine he laughs off a lot of stuff that bothers him. So the I fact mean, I that think and it's they also really easy to laugh off stuff when you're worth four hundred million dollars, right? But I think, I, like I said, the wrong person didn't find it funny, which was Jada Pinkett. That's yeah. and in a lot of ways, that's really the only person that mattered. Everything that he dealt with was, you know, because he he loves her very much, and there was just their marriage is what it is. She. Yeah, she I also think it's. Hmm? Oh, I think it's very telling how quickly. Will Smith's actions turned into, well, we should really talk about what's wrong with Jada, even though she wasn't the one that smacked anybody. No. Uh, because I've seen takes as wild as, oh, she must be abusive, which is why he smacked him. Right. Because he did it because he was so afraid of Jada. I've seen people go, oh, well, Will Smith was just under Jada's spell. Yes. So she wordlessly yes. just yes. made him do that because uh, before- you know, she is just such... Uh, a, a wanton uh, witchy woman. Uh, I've also had, oh, well, Jada is not a girl boss because she didn't smack him herself, which is like, it's a wild assumption. Yeah. It, it seems like so easy for no matter what the outcome, the black woman is a bad guy. Yes. She could not have won in that situation, even though she was not involved in that situation. Um, I was called. I've been called a simp several times by people who are who are disgusted. The black men that I'm disgusted that I don't understand how much Jada Pinkett is manipulating Will Smith in this situation, and um, how much 
he is being harmed by his relationship with her. And um, this is the final straw. And fuck that bitch. Yeah. Yes, a lot of people are showing their asses. And frankly, like I said, we're we're showing we're showing exactly a lot of bootlicking. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of general chest pounding that makes up the American populace. That all these excuses for mediocrity from men in particular. Um, what, is, uh, what, what what came to mind? What happened? Uh, what tickles me is I've seen a lot of people going, oh, well, he should have waited until backstage. So it's like they don't mind the violence. It's like you just should have shouldn't have done it on national television or you should have done it quietly where it wouldn't offend anybody. Yeah. Um, and then I also saw people, going, oh, well, you don't do that at the Oscars. I kind of feel like, do you think there's any situation that you could like be so posh and so polished that like you're not get your shit rocked for talking shit right (laughs) like and frankly that needs to stop a lot of times a lot of our a lot of comedians a lot of people on stage a lot of the talking talking people um function under the assumption that they won't get the shit slapped out of them ever it it galvanizes from comedians i find is like comedians were a mistake at this point. Oh, I'm not. It, it's another thing. Is you would think as a comedian, I you would be into this because this is a fast track. By the way, you um, the presence of possibly getting slapped in the face gives comedy its edge that it lost because of air quotes PC culture or whatever. So now, if you're a comedian, right, you get on stage and you be as shitty as possible, and if one of them rears up and knocks you the fuck out. Then all of a sudden, now you are the edgy comedian. And Chad Nation actively financially supports you for years at a time. You know what I mean? You become that thing. And you don't have to write jokes anymore. You can get on stage and be shitty. You can you can um, provoke people, almost. And I don't understand why comedians aren't welcoming the smoke. Why hand-wring this shit? You should... No. Say, you know what? I'm going to do that, too. Get on the train. Get punched in the face. Get somebody hit um, their... F- well, they don't have uh, the backbone for it. Listen, <laughs> like, it's a it's a um, it's a payday. There there is there is a there are several comedian paydays in the aftermath of this slap. If any one of them has the courage to just get up on stage and run the risk of having their jaw broken, they will be set for a decade at least by all the people. Who all the all the rich people who love this shit, who support this shit off to the side, gladly, one hundred percent. The first comedian that gets his jaw broken after this gets a Netflix special within twelve months. I guarantee that. Uh, funny enough, uh, Tom Segura, who I always see on the top page of Netflix, who I really only know because, um, well, he got. Brendan Urie canceled, but um, he just was like, well, I think it was bad, and I'm gonna, like, he decided to take, like, a Twitter stand, and I used the strongest of air quotations around stand, where he just called Jada Pinkett Smith a ball-headed bitch, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, you didn't take a stand, like, you're saying this on Twitter, like, you know Will Smith isn't gonna do anything to you, like, I kind of feel like you're riding on uh, the the coattails on Chris Rock here because he called her, uh, you know, called her out her name like to her face with Will Smith within slapping distance. So Tom Segura, like everybody, I see a lot of like um, the Mountain Dew Brigade cheering him on for that. But I'm like, but you you run no risk of being slapped. Like you're making this sound like it's uh, like so much bravado that you've typed this tweet, but at the end of the day, you just took the opportunity to uh, be racially insensitive to uh, a woman that wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. Like, I just, I don't get the the current state of comedy uh, where you have Kathy Griffin who once held up the headless effigy of Donald Trump 
now saying that Will Smith smacking Chris Rock is like the most dangerous thing ever. Well, that's because um, like, that's bootlicking. Again, what we are we we punch we punch where we can punch and only where we can punch and anywhere that might possibly challenge all of us a little bit to be better people. Um, we absolutely positively we we absolutely it's almost like martially enforced mediocrity. Um, everyone will make sure that they will try to um, beat you down either emotionally or financially or indirectly for, for putting them in a situation where they might have to think about their actions and become better people. They will try to kill you somehow, some way. So Will Smith now put a lot of, ma- a, lot of a lot of chest pounding on notice. It's like now everyone talks all this shit. Well, in this position, you now have to do this because a man worth four hundred million dollars did that on fucking national television. So there you go. You're not worth all that. <laughs> so now what's your excuse? And they feel that, and it's just a and it just it's across the board. It's just like this de- demand for mediocrity. People are just like saying anything so that they get off the hook from having to ever defend anything that they value or anyone that they love. <laughs> because they can't they don't have it in them but they don't want to get caught out there like that and it's just to see all the rapid backpedaling from the hypothetical situations that all these people live in is fascinating to watch like just in case you might get caught in a situation where you might have to stand up for someone for someone you love like nah i don't condone violence under any circumstance this is terrible no one should be like will smith no one especially me i'm also uh fine i'm like I've legit lost some like friendships. They were acquaintanceships, I'm gonna say, because you know, people are like, oh my God, how could you like not find this offensive? And I was just like, you don't know me. Like we might have met each other's like uh atmospheres for, you know, a decade or two, but like do you not remember that when a dude kicked my cat, I stabbed him? Like, <laughs> I don't know what type of nonviolent warrior you took me for, but um, right that you you did that baselessly. You, you made that up. You made that person up. Like I said, it's 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 enforced mediocrity. You're I'm mediocre, so then you must be mediocre. So we're all mediocre. So everyone is yeah. plain. And before the angry letters come in, it was with a butter knife. No, quit cop poke. No, 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 don't kick a fucking cat. Get stabbed. No, don't kick a fucking cat. <laughs> also, it happened so fast. Yeah, like, my body kick... did or my mind could even like. Don't. This is what I mean. This is this is what I mean. You do things because you think you can get away with it. You kick the cat because you thought you could get away with kicking a cat. Because what's a cat going to do? Claw your shoe? Fine. A human is different. That person kicked the cat because they thought they could and you told them that they could not. Absolutely above board and completely reasonable. Don't kick the fucking cats. Stop punching down. That's the moral of the story. Stop punching down. Yeah. Someone, this is the thing. My mom used to always tell me that. My mom said, you must. You can be kind and thoughtful for the sake of being kind and thoughtful out of the love in your heart or just understand that someone might beat the shit out of you. You don't know yeah. who can do that. So even if you don't understand, as you said when I was a child, even if you don't get why I'm telling you this, understand that some you don't know what these people are capable of. So be decent. And she's right. Be yeah. fucking decent. There are many reasons to be decent. One of which is you just don't know who's going to do what. Now the precedent by Will Smith slapping the shit out of a guy on TV, Will fucking Smith is so far-reaching that we're all just frantically saying things in response. Because there's no excuse for anyone else not to do this. There's no one else, there's no excuse for anyone else not to feel this strongly about a person they love or a thing they love or any of that. Our general stagnancy and lack of passion has now been put on uh, on notice in a way we're very uncomfortable with from an unlikely fucking source because I wouldn't, I could not have told you Will Smith was going to pop off like this at all. But he did. Like, literally, I tweeted before the Oscars. I was like, it's a bad show. It never makes anybody feel better having seen it. Uh, It's like toxic and shit. Like, I'm just not watching it. 
I'm going to play The Sims and feel good about myself. That is what I tweeted when I saw the Oscars about to ramp up. And I played The Sims for a good five hours, had myself a good time. Uh, and then I came back to the world in shambles. My favorite bit about it. One of the reasons why I don't ever watch these award shows is because I think they're all mean-spirited for that reason. There's this constant obsession with the viral popular moment that we get some of the worst people in the world to host them. A show that really yeah. should be a very dry field. I've always said the Oscars should be way closer to the British, the Great British, British Bake Off than what it is. Considering the context of it, right? There's no reason why we should have such mean-spirited comics trying to get laughs for the internet in the middle of this rather dry but prestigious industry event. Imagine any other industry like that. It's yearly fucking celebration of itself with the fucking asshole in it. <laughs> Trying to get his jokes off in the middle of it. It never works. It's, it makes everyone it's feel... close to a high school assembly, and I think more so than people are willing to admit. Yes! Uh, and I just... Yes, and the first one... First of all, you have... There's a lot of like oofs that happened this year uh, where it was jokes just seemed just. Yes. I don't understand. Right. Like, Be because why would you have a host call somebody who is there because, you know, they were nominated or they were, uh, you know, they're worthy of the invite and then they call them like a seat filler. Right. Like yikes right that's what i mean we keep we keep doing this we and it the show is unwatchable because of just my general secondhand embarrassment the jokes are bad but we're also shitting on people who have worked hard for this as much as i don't value it they do and i don't see the point in trying to mar something that they're proud of they've worked for it everyone who's up for an oscar nominated around the tech people the fucking ushers all of them they did a thing they're doing a job why would why yeah. would why I don't even understand why it's just given they what it even is made it about animation like in general they're like animated movies are something kids enjoy and adults have to adore indoor and I'm kind of like no, fuck you like have you seen Pixar movies bro <laughs> fucking no these movies grown folks are getting their whole life Turning being seen made me cry so hard my sinuses were in shambles for a week I have to watch like, that movie. But go on, please. It was, it was very. I liked it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm um, certain. Was all, once I saw all the once I saw all the white dudes not understand that I was like, it's fine. That means I nailed it. Yeah, so. I'm not emotionally uh, prepared for Encanto. I still haven't seen that. Uh, uh, I just saw one of the songs on TikTok and just uh, e e body sobs for about I mean, a good ten minutes. So I mean, it's a good enough movie. It's a good enough musical to say that you should watch it. You should watch it now while your parents aren't home. That is actually my plan. Okay, good. You might want to watch it when you're not actually the the actual source of your of your discomfort is like there. You can actually get some space and then just cry in peace yeah. and then have some like, French fries or whatever. My mom wants to watch Turning Red with me, and I'm just uh, like, no. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, but but. Oof. But yeah, that's what I mean. There's that that show is wrong. <laughs> it's 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 an interesting event, but the format of it is wrong. And I think that the the entire energy of the show is better for Will Smith having slapped Chris Rock. Maybe they might actually just have an event next year that's very bland where we can all just be happy for all these people that we know. All these actors yeah, I, and actresses that we follow, everyone, all these, all these industry people that have worked hard. I would just like to be happy for the people, but there's so much negative energy that it makes the show unwatchable. And someone, one of these mean-spirited people they put on the microphone, at some point, we were overdue. Because this whole put a shit bag on the microphone to present at the fucking Oscars is a terrible flawed system. And we just saw how flawed it was. We just saw it. I mean, it's it's not like the White House Correspondents' Dinner, right? I kind of feel like, even though I'm I'm like at that, but 
at least that's like a comedian is holding like world power people to right. task. I uh, and, the, like polit- politicians. And I'm sorry to say this. It, it it's it's touch and go. So a room full of politicians, it will be touch and go. It is. This is. Um. The Oscars are just different. The point, the point of the correspondence dinner is to have a little bit of a roast. I thought the yes. point of the Oscar was to celebrate people's work. Well, I, th- I think what it morphed into is we have all these people in a room, and uh, they have to sit and take it while we t- take them down a peg. Right, um, but it's not cathartic because it's a whole another multi-millionaire taking other multi-millionaires down to pegs it's not there's no catharsis for me watching this some of the people as much as just people being assholes as much as i don't care for it i understand the importance of some of the people being there and i think the search for the viral moment and the mean-spiritedness of the oscars generally coincided when we got more black brown people and lgbtq people in oscar nominations in general as we became more present all of a sudden all of a sudden now we started getting the the search for the um uh viral comedic clip increased the mean spirit the presence of the mean-spirited oscar host increased you know what i mean the jokes all of a sudden we're trying harder for things no 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 no. let us have our peaceful successful moment that's it and I noticed that we aren't, well, like I said, in a lot of ways, we just aren't allowed it. And like I said, I, I know. Yeah. It, yeah. I also hate, hate, hate the um, discourse, TM, uh, where people are like, they're not going to invite us back. And it's like, us? <laughs> right. And also, like, people who are literally terrified that white people might think less of them if a white person feels less of you because of what some black celebrity did they didn't think shit of you to begin with right they never will yes their opinion of you should not be connected to fucking will smith and the sentiment is insane and if you think this if you're listening and you disagree with this please understand if you know a white person whose sentiment of you as an individual black person is connected to Will Smith and Chris Rock's action on an award show, please just just say the sentence back to yourself. My friend's opinion of me is connected to, deeply connected to Will Smith and Chris Rock at an award show in the mirror and see how you feel about it. That's all. Just, just don't even report back. Just keep it to yourself, and it, it's a thing. It's not our business. Just say it and Let's think about sit it. Sit with it for a while. Just sit with it. Ruminate. <laughs> so, like oh god. Uh, like, I also think it's very funny that like white people on social media, Twitter, and TikTok—they're all—they took the phrase "fuck around" and find out, ran with it embraced it loved it became their law they put it in cursive on their little coffee cups and then when somebody fucked around and then immediately found out oh just hands just in the air flailing configuration the world ended yeah, like, what did you think fuck around and find out meant no man it was just a t-shirt I can't like I said we nation of bootlickers i've learned this more than ever we have i cannot recall the last time americans have gotten up and drawn a fist or pointed a gun at the right people in my life like the general status quo of america i've never in my life now seen americans take our rowdy american spirit our brand and pointed at anyone in power that means anything. It almost is used exclusively to bully people. <laughs> exclusively yeah. to bully people. I also feel like um, people are more outraged that um, Will Smith, and I guess by extension Jada Pinkett Smith, 
um, did not play good victims. Like they were supposed to sit, take it. And if they had grievances, like write a strongly worded letter, right. you know, something that actually wouldn't change anything right. or, or actually address any malice. Right. And, uh, I also feel like people are upset about the slap because it was violence, but Chris Rock making sexist, ableist jokes, that violence was excusable somehow because he made, he made, he's, he's a guy on stage with a mic and that's sacred somehow. He made, he took his time out of hosting the Oscars to make a LOL bald woman joke in 2022. He should have gotten punched in the face for that alone. He stopped what he was doing to make fun of Jada Pinkett. She's nothing to do with anything. Yeah, that was impromptu because it wasn't anything that happened in rehearsals and it wasn't on I the thought it, I thought it was. I thought I thought that he won, he made a joke like that. In that a, was not a scripted moment for him. He, he just did that. He really just went off the cuff? Really? Well, he also went on like a four-minute tirade in what was it, 2016? When yeah, I remember Will that. Will and Jada refused to attend. The I, I remember, yeah. So, like, I really was unscripted. I, I, guess, like, I thought it was scripted, and Will was like, "Could you please?" No. And then apparently, no. The whole thing was unscripted. Oh. Uh, just hit that little uh, part. So, of so the he joke, stopped. What, so he stopped what he was doing in the middle of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make fun of Jada Pinkett Smith's bald head. That's not by he choice. He had plot armor. <laughs> he thought he was having a main character moment, uh, and just well, well, he, well, he was. thought that shit was gonna fly. I mean, he did. I mean, Thanos was the main character of. Uh, uh, Infinity War, the first part. <laughs> he was the main character, so you know. So he was. He yeah. got it. He got his wish. So, I mean, I didn't realize that. I thought that there was a whole story. He really did that off. He really did that off the cuff. Yeah, off the cuff. Yeah. So. Well, that's so mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they need dessert. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. I thought he did like, that. The more I find out about this, the more I'm just like, yeah, I I can't justify him not getting in touch at this point. I mean, I don't care. Like, my thing was, <laughs> if they had just met and this happened, I wouldn't have cared either way. If, if, if Will Smith and Chris Rock were both 25-year-olds, fresh faces, just met both, and he pivoted at Will Smith's wife... And made a horrible, made a joke about her medical condition. Then no, if twenty five year old Will Smith fresh face had done this, I wouldn't have cared. I would. I, I. I think this is perfectly reasonable. I think it's uncalled for. And the thing about it is, and I saw somebody else, the Smiths live so the pink the Pinkett Smiths live so publicly that there's so much above board ammunition 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 to make a proper joke that just is funny. And within bounds of what they share with all of us, if that makes sense, you know, you can make, I mean, you yeah. can make a proper open relationship, non-monogamy joke. Yeah. Will uh, Smith wrote a book where he said he was coming so much and so frequently that he got migraines from, right. from the deluge of cum. Like, right. Like I said, they're very open. The things they share you can get at least three good jokes off and make them both laugh because they shared it openly. This isn't it. And it, it, it's whatever. It, it, it is, um, it is, it is bad comedy at its, at the very least it is bad comedy. And at yeah. worst, it's indicative of a larger problem we have with black people and this fucking stupid, this, this fucking award show. Like, wh- how we treat it, well, how it's we like frame it. Like the whole thing about award shows and this idea that comedians are like freedom fighters. I don't know why that was developed as a, a thing people believe in, but like, you, Chris Rock is not Lenny Bruce. He is not speaking truth to power. Um, like. 
Comedy is the only fighting obscenity charges. I would say this comedy is the only profession where there is an active war fought on behalf of those who are bad at it. So if comedy is art, it is writing, right? It is speaking. It is. If if it's an art. If anybody is about to write letters, I'd like to remind it that like I have done stand up. Aaron, you've done stand up. Yeah. There is craft and in I it. I started doing that shit when I was 13 years old. Listen, so. there is craft in it, but I've never seen a profession where there's so much defense for people who clearly can't do it. And I'm not saying Chris Rock can't do it. I'm saying there is a lot of defense of by a lot of defense of essentially the hypothetical shitty comedian. And that I've never seen any I've never seen anything like that where if you're a bad writer, nobody cares that you're a bad writer. Get out of here. If you're bad at sports, nobody cares. Get the fuck out of there. Only bad comedians do we have this weird um, ideological war over the concept of the of the shitty hack comedian, hypothetical hack comedian, where it's like they're fighting for freedom of speech through terrible writing and and delivery. And I'm yeah, and I also feel that people are like, but oh, okay, so like. You can't stop people from saying a joke, and I'm, I'm just like, I didn't say I. Oh no, stop no, no! You, we didn't want to like, stop you. We need the right. The you right. can say your joke, but there might be consequences right. for you saying that joke. Yes, whether that's you losing sponsorships, you not being somebody who's bookable, imagine, or imagine somebody going upside your head. Imagine if you were a right. firefighter, right, and you fucked up, and you got, and you fucked up your job, any other job. Where you fuck up bad enough for someone to punch you in the face usually means you did your job badly. Whatever the job is, we accept that. We accept that across the board. Now there are situations where people are actually being terrible to each other, but we do we do understand that there can be jobs that are so bad that you have to revise how you do them based on how you are received. Except comedy. <laughs> where if you are terrible at it if you as long as you are the right kind of terrible then you will be defended by huge chunks of the united states who also reserve the right to be terrible at that shit yeah it it, it's the largest group of people who think that they're fighting for first amendment rights but they've never read the first amendment and don't actually know what it entails no but they are very passionate about it they are very passionate about it it's like, like I said, and, and you know what, like I said, and the problem is, isn't that you should not be able to write shitty jokes. You must understand there are consequences. We need to see more consequences. That's the, that's what I feel. I'm not saying comedy needs to be reformed. I'm not saying comedians, hack comedians, get on stage, live your truth. The rest of us, however, we need to live ours. <laughs> yeah. And so. apparently for me, that is just knowing that uh, I'm just not above a little violence. Nothing lethal. Don't say nothing about a my little. wife. Yeah. This is, is, this is really fucking easy. <laughs> One of the reasons why I've never gotten slapped in the face in my life is because there are just things I just don't say. A vast majority of us, the reason why you listening have not gotten slapped in the face unless you have gotten slapped in the face and fine if you haven't the reason why you haven't is because you haven't said fucked up shit to the person who doesn't want to hear it you haven't said it and you know what i have got slapped in the face for saying fucked up shit you know what i stopped doing saying Saying fucked up fucked up up shit shit. (laughs) yes So it's like, this is, this is the, I mean, and you know what, if comedians want it that way, I say now is the time. If comedians want to say anything, we should be allowed to respond anyway. And to be very honest, that edge for comedy is what comedy needs. Like I said, if, if you, if you are a comedian, lean into it, make it dangerous. It's it's like that episode of Highlander where the lady was a pianist, but then she became a Highlander and she couldn't like play as well because she needed to know that she could die right i don't know why i remembered that no 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 listen i love i love my aging brain so much it pulls up absolute (laughs) fucking nonsense at any point in time 
any point, anywhere, by all means, do not hesitate to bring up the obscure shit your brain emails you randomly while you are just going about your business. I remember that episode. I remember it. So you're not alone. Okay, good. (laughs) I remember watching it as a child going, I don't think that checks out. (laughs) Like, I know my brain's not done cooking logically, but like... I'm pretty sure the math ain't mathing on that one. Hey, but, listen, right. once they, um, we're going to go on a tangent about the fucking Highlander series, and we have to go on the, pre- the sheer presence of the Highlander series is insane. They managed to generate hundreds of fucking Highlanders out of nowhere when the movie was totally not about that shit. So they went full, they, all of a sudden they were like, they were, all of a sudden started, Highlanders started appearing like mutants and metahumans. And what the very it was a the it was Highlander a f- movies got even wackier. <laughs> Just like spoilers for the Highlander series, um, it's bad, so I don't care. But um, the the whole concept of being the one was the one who could have a baby. You know that thing that every human, well, every human, but most humans can do. That was taken away from them when they became Highlanders. So they had to kill each other so that they could have a baby. That that's what Wait, that was the end the game. One. That was the prize. That was the that was the end game of all the Highlandering. So yep. that they could have a baby? Yep. So they could have a baby. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't finish the series. Uh well this happened in like the the made for TV movies that were supposed to like like cap off the series are you telling me like that they, I were, the, you... they were on sci-fi channel like they weren't like oh it's fine i don't listen you're just telling me i need to take a weekend and watch highlander movies on amazon prime and i mean uh, i wouldn't pay for them but if uh, I, i'm not gonna lie to you i love that here's the deal i think and i i think we know we are not privy to truly terrible stuff like we were before like a lot of the stuff that we watch that we call bad is usually just weird or strange or not as good as the stuff that we've been watching. Back in the day, things were actually bad, incoherent from top to bottom, flawed performances, flawed productions, terrible music, even the even the credits and everything, overlay, everything, lower thirds, all fucked. We don't have that as much as we used to back in the day. Things tend to work, except where they don't, or we just don't have the time and aren't interested. Back in the day, things I feel were bad. Like you watch a way high, higher caliber of trash than I do. I watched. I sat through Velocipaster. So. Yeah, right. But that's when you see what I mean. That's what makes it special, is that it's bad. Just like Sharknado. That's what makes it special. Back in the day, those were movies that were given to us with a straight fucking face. Like I said, the, I, I always bring up The Punisher when David Hasselhoff was Nick Fury and Dolph Lundgren was um, oh, Frank God. Castle. Right. That movie was issued <laughs> yes. to us. That movie was issued to us with a straight face, Angela. That's I the difference. I remember that that was a thing that happened in the world when I watched right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. We all watched it because we wanted to watch cart comic book movies. Again, that was delivered to us with a straight fucking face. That's the difference. Velocipaster is Velocipaster LOL. Everyone watches it, LOL. No, 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 no. Back in the day, that was a fucking movie. They had a serious trailer, and if you were to be like, this is shit, somebody would be offended because that was their fucking art. That's the shit that we grew up with, dude. We don't grow up with that anymore. Shit, shit, there's a uniform best practices where most things we watch are okay. It's just a matter of whether we have the time. A lot of times we don't anymore. You can't just be as off the wall wrong as Highlander is. Cause like there's an episode where um uh Duncan McLeod, our our Highlander, uh tells a, a black man who is a Highlander who um was a slave, became a Highlander, and then once his master figured that out, uh stabbed him and buried him alive. That guy was buried alive. For 200 years um Duncan McLeod's like you really got to get over that you need to work through those issues like when he got unburied he came out like during the civil rights movement so he just came back to like not slavery 
but like you you still can't look white people in the face and duncan mcleod uh a guy who's just had 600 years of white privilege was like hey you're a little angry and it's making me uncomfortable that you're right. experiencing racism and like you're not doing it right in a way right and that suits me and you know why that is is because they were dead serious there was a writer's room they had a script reading they brought in a black actor he got his big break good for him he got a payday they were dead serious rarely are we that tone deaf and dead serious anymore a lot of times even when we get that tone deaf it has to be it's like one of our racist artours like Clint Eastwood or Mel Gibson doing it and they're serious but we also know there are racist artours of the moment <laughs> you know yeah. like a Mel Gibson movie there's a Mel Gibson cop movie that's totally fucked him and Vince Vaughn um really? yeah I forgot the name of it but they're like racist cops like they're actively terrible cops it's a movie about terrible cops having the system come down on them means nothing Mel Gibson's trying to make a statement whatever but again he's our racist like that three billboards movie where it's like racism is super bad but we're just gonna not actually like address it no no no. they want you to know racism is bad by showing you a bunch of racism and black people being abused but like it's not the focus of the movie no 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 they didn't they didn't even no no no. they would there was no tongue-in-cheek there was no backhanded there was no talking out of both sides of the mouth he made a movie where cops are stressed because they cannot pull niggers off the fucking street. There are too many of them and they're all criminals. And it's hard now for cops because they can't pull them off the street. And that sucks. The movie. But again, I like we it can't, better when I didn't know that existed. Right. And we can't we too we, we cannot we don't accept those movies as readily from trash um, production anything. Uh, we accept it from our racist Arturs. Mel Gibson is Mel Gibson, Clint Would We let them cook in ways we don't let everybody else cook to tell their nonsense message. We 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 don't anymore. Now back in the day, everyone used to be able to do that. Now you can't so much, and that's that's what makes old old trash so much different. It's exquisite trash because it's serious. They are being deadly serious and absolutely supported unequivocally supported by everyone who has money <laughs> and the production team and things. No one is like, hey, I think you're a, a representation of the African-American experience is deeply flawed in this episode of Highlander. No one's saying that shit. Not a single person. That's the secret sauce. Ignorance. Genuine, honest to God, ignorance. Now people are being wrathful. They're like, they know better and are like, fuck off. Back in, they didn't know any better. They genuinely didn't, thought they were fine. Genuinely thought they were doing fine. They were not. Now people know they're not, which is why you have to look up. We have to rely on, like, the Clint Eastwoods to be, like, not fine, but then make a movie so good that we're like, it's, well, the nigga situation might be out of control. No, it's not. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The movie was so good. It's so well shot. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. I can't watch. I can't bring it full circle that is kind of how i feel about euphoria i'm like god this is beautifully shot trash yes so beautiful yes back in the day euphoria would just be all herbly acted right shit right back in the day that movie would just be teenagers fucking just unabashedly like the sex scenes before jason chops people's torsos off right the show but now we got to do better so now, if we're going to have teenagers fucking, it has to be in one of the most beautifully shot, well-acted, well-scored programs in the last decade, at least. Breakout performances oh, from everybody. Labyrinth. Just, right, yes. Right. Everybody. Ugh, Labyrinth better get an Emmy. Right. Work on yeah, just. Right. Just, oh. oh, boy. <laughs> It is, um, I will say, in closing, because I know we're supposed to keep it tight, and we're almost at an hour. I do love that this Will Smith thing is airing a lot of hypocrisy 
So I hope if the Academy decides boldly, and I underscore that boldly, capital B, uh, take his Oscar away, um, they cannot do that without taking away the Oscars of like every convicted rapist, everybody mm-hmm. beaten their spouse or their child. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, currently in jail, has 81 Oscars. Are you going to revoke those? Like, mm-hmm. And I imagine they're having an Oscar to a short movie that was made by uh, ISIS. I imagine they're having this discussion. I imagine they're having this discussion right now in like the Oscar slack or however they communicate with each other. And you know what they're doing? Leaning towards bootlicking. So we should be fine. They would never make a stand that bold about their own industry pro about their own industry award. They would never bootlicking. If they did that, if they took away everybody's Oscar who fucked up and put the put the gavel down, that would be impressive. However, it's in America. It's we don't do that here. <laughs> if they took away everybody's Oscars, they would be no better than Will Smith. And who wants to be like Will Smith? Am I right? <laughs> Apparently, just like one slap, one open palm smack, which is how you knew that he thought about it before he did it. Because he's like, what's not going to put me in jail? You know, open palm smack. Sucker punch would have. So um... the lift, the follow through. Don't hit him more than once. Just put the fear of God in him. Listen, he, and then um, he, he swiftly walk away. He pumped his he pumped the punch all the way below the speed limit because he was in punching range. And the reason why the slap looks so funny is because an uh, a palm slap across the face will also break your jaw. <laughs> the right palm slap. If a person's not paying attention, an open hand hold on slap will knock you unconscious. So if Will opened up his yeah. palm and won right up against his jaw with it. He might have taken Chris Rock out for the show, same as a punch. So he just gave him four. He just gave him five fingers across the face, real light. But he pumped the brakes on it. He walked up to him and he put, he brought it down from seventy to fifty it to was twenty. So controlled, right? And so people were like, "Oh, he lost his mind." I was like, "No, if he lost his shit, it would have been bad. That would have been bad. This was not bad. Right. He slapped a, he slapped a man and he damn near challenged him to a duel after the show. Yeah, like for people like un." controlled rage it reminds me of my childhood I'm like what kind of childhood do you have where like there was that much forethought like n- not to critique your trauma but like I don't think that's it and um I mean as someone who you know gave a dude a hot poke because he kicked my cat uh, I did not have the forethought to like pull any punches like if that had been a steak knife this this uh this podcast wouldn't exist. I'm in Rikers. <laughs> it, it lightning fast. Um, yeah. Did you know that uh, that might be so scary? But um, I don't. It's funny people say that. Do? The people who think that I I don't even I can't respond because I mean I don't really want to say anything about their situations. Um. I will say that I just don't see that in what Will Smith was doing. But I am sorry about your particular terrible situation. You didn't deserve that, whoever you are. And, um, yeah, if you are, you know, and I, you know, if, there's a lot going on if you are, there's a lot unresolved if you are taking Will Smith and um, grafting your trauma experience onto that. There's actually a lot of I'm it concerns me, and I hope you know if you feel like that that you know you get the help you need because that's worrisome, because you know it's what's actually worrisome if, if Will Smith slapping a man who said something really genuinely bad about his wife and made her feel terrible, slapping him in defense of his wife after a long-standing issue with how he talks about his wife and how he feels about you know I imagine a few things. You know, that's I, they are not yeah. the same. But if you feel like it is, that might be a problem. Either you are, either you yourself or grandstanding. But I'm not going to get. I'm not going to say that. I always want to have a healthy amount of respect for people's um, traumas. But it's concerning if you know if, if if that is if that is where you see it. Then you know that's that's concerning. Yep. You know. Uh, 
I just hope uh, the takeaway from this is uh, getting decked is always on the table and act accordingly. Absolutely should be. Be decent. Be decent people. Think about the people you talk to. Think about the people you talk about. If you are a person that makes jokes, you should consider the possibility of, um, you know, interspersing your jokes with actual bits of humanity. You know, I thought he was told. I thought that was a part of the script. I didn't realize that was unscripted. You know, I, I it just, yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's, you know, you can. And it's like I said, and I hope this is a step towards comedians getting knocked the fuck out for saying stupid shit. And I also hope it's a step towards the Oscars being like the British, the great British Bake Off. Just have it be nice. Just let us just be happy and be like, oh, Beyonce nice is beautiful. isn't edgy. Nice yeah. doesn't go viral. Right. If you want edgy, you just shoot Johnny Knoxville out of a cannon before he retires or dies. He's going to be at WrestleMania this weekend wrestling. Take him on stage. Shoot isn't him. Isn't he in. like 55? I said what I said. And um, shoot him out of a cannon. You'll get your edge. And then let everybody who's worked hard in the entertainment industry celebrate each other and their industry and those who have succeeded and inspired them and each other. We don't have to get a viral moment out of that. In fact, I don't understand why we need to get a viral moment out of an industry award show at all. I've been waiting several years to say that. I'm happy that Will Smith (laughs) was uh, the flashpoint needed. That maybe we'll possibly stop trying to treat the Oscars like shit and therefore diminishing the successes of people who are nominated and involved in anything involving the Oscars. And, uh, yeah. You know, we can all be better. That's really the moral of the story. And also, um, I guess I'll just... It's okay to just say, I don't think he should have done that, but I understand why he did. Because there's a lot of... A lot of the people who genuinely feel like at their core i wouldn't have done that i don't think he should have done that there's a lot of extra stuff about their marriage like you said about jada pinkett about will smith doing this all of a sudden he's an uncontrollable rage monster it's like no you just don't agree with and frankly you're within all rights to not agree with a man slapping another man on tv or at all but don't grandstand don't moralize you just don't agree with it you wouldn't have done it okay that's it it's okay to just feel like i wouldn't have done that cool don't don't season it don't 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 wrap it up in any other nonsense i would not have done that and i wish he hadn't done that okay yeah i also hope this is the end of like the discords tm uh from celebrities um because they just now are getting the memo that like we keep receipts now. That's a thing. I mean, we. I mean, so. we're not. We're not here for. We don't. We don't need to hear celebrities moralize and be shocked at things. We already have enough Americans being shocked at things. That's that's kind of what the end times have brought us. All of our relatives, family members, politicians, everyone's being shocked by some shit. So we don't need your $400 million ass to be shocked to see it. We can ask our senator about COVID statistics and you can be shocked. Or we can ask our cousin what he thinks about the deep state and then be shocked and then everyone will be shocked. And it's everyone, we, we are, whatever celebrities have to say, we have gotten our fill of it in the end times. Please just be in your movies. Uh, you see, Zoe Kravitz got a uh, Zoe Kravitz got a. Uh, oh yeah, she's she she's got, on the jumbo jumbotron, and, and she, it's not good. She got blown up. It's just like can just be Catwoman and then the Dune movie, and just everyone. We just we don't. She's not in Dune. That's Zendaya. That's the other light skin. Oh, she's not in Dune. Oh, that's terrible in my bit. Well, no, she was in something <laughs> though. She was in something else, or was I just making? She, oh, the other desert movie she's in was Mad Max. No, no, no it's not that. Um, I was making a joke. Oh, that's why I did that. I was making a joke that she looks like the black Amelia Clark, which she does. And I always think when I see Game of Thrones now and I see her, I think of Zoe and I see HBO and I see the commercials. I've now my brain is just like when I see Amelia Clark, I think of because I, I saw Dune on HBO. I've made this long, long connection, long string from Khaleesi to Zoe Kravitz. 
to having her be on Dune, even though I know good and goddamn well she wasn't on Dune because I saw Dune on HBO. And that's how you know I'm getting old. That's old black man shit right there, 100%. I won't fault you for it. Yeah, we're all old and black. It's hard to keep up. We're old and black, isn't it? We've, 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 we've earned the right to not know everybody's names. The only thing is, as long as you don't double, triple, quintuple, octuple down on it, you're fine. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> it is what it is, Alan. No, no, there you go. Uh, I think we've we've contributed to the stupid ass conversation that everybody is having. Everything <laughs> and Will Smith canceled is, over. Will Smith. Can you believe we're having the terrified, terrified of black people conversation about Will fucking Smith? Like, do white people know how they look being terrified of suddenly of Will fucking no. Smith? They don't. Like you, you they have no like, concept. Like you look like I understand your whiteness is very important and it's what we you know, it's what governs us and your lives, I guess, or whatever. But you look like I, white people and it's a fascinating that white people can still look ridiculous after the last two years. But you look you all sound fucking ridiculous. Will Smith. Will Smith. Like, you're going to have to yoke him up and muzzle him like Hannibal Lecter? Will Smith? Also, what's funny is every white person knows the words to the opening of Fresh Prince. Right. Um, like, it's a personality quirk for them, knowing all the words to that song. Um, it starts off with, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Did they know that part wasn't fiction? I, I think what we thought, and, you know, that's retcon time. I think the reason why they sent him to Bel Air is so he wouldn't fuck that drug dealer up. And um, yeah. we all think it was because Will Smith was about to get his shit rocked. It might have been the other way around. They weren't locked. He wasn't locked in there with them. They were locked in there with West Philly with him. <laughs> <laughs> to get him out of there. Right. Okay, we've done enough fooling. Shut this shit down. <laughs> oh god oh, we're just getting out of pocket yeah fear, fear fear of the will smith everyone that's it fear of the will smith fear him fear him thank you for thank you for you know vibing out with us uh hopefully we'll be doing this more regularly again because my braid is working so much better yes. and uh yeah I'll see you next Tuesday.